You are listening to Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where we believe wrestling is a buffet and there's something there for everyone. Make sure you're following us on all social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, under Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. Make sure you check out our website, twoheelsandaface.com. <laughs> era, era, two heels and a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we have two guests. Uh, they've been doing some big live stuff recently. We'll get into... Uh, who they are, and I, I think it's two guests that uh, the listeners will really appreciate uh, as well. They've been on the podcast before. We're fans of them. Chris, before we get into that, how's it going, man? It's going well. Um, it's, I mean, weather is getting nice here in Chicago, even though it tricks us from time to time. <laughs> Hit but, me with um, some weather talk, man. That's that's Dude, so, real quick. Uh, I, I, you just got to enjoy. It. You got to embrace it while you have it, right? Because you never know when it's gone. Um, and outside of that, I'm just you know excited to have the, the the guests that we will have on. And actually, they're in the green green room. So um, if we just bring them in, are you ready? I, I'm. Re- I don't see why we should waste any more time. So let's just let's bring in yeah. guests, GPA and Lenny Luck. You guys are in the show. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Hey. There we go. Hello. Can you hear us? Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's go. All right. GPA, Laney Luck. How's it going? Doing great. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Good to see you guys. Uh, congrats on everything. Let's clap it up, Chris. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> The bling. Wow. Love it. Nice. <laughs> <Deep> applause. <laughs> nice. Uh, I, uh, I don't know how clumsy you are, Jeff, but I have like a rubber replacement that I wear. I don't know if that's on. on the, I don't know if you're going to get one of those or not, because I feel like I'm always in fear of losing my ring. Yeah. Um, it was James Russo, actually, that tipped me off. He said that you can find a pack of rubber ones for like eight dollars. And I did. So I wear this for, you know, not special occasions, but just times where I know I'm not going to be doing anything physical, you know, not the gym or anything like that. So I do have the rubber ones. That's my, that's usually my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. They're very handy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, we wanted to have you guys on, talk to you at a show recently. I know we've been in contact about some stuff too, and you guys uh, rightfully so we're basically planning everything that you have done within the past month, couple months. Uh, so yeah, well, I mean, I just, I want to shoot the shit. I want you, I want you guys to, 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 I mean, gloat in a sense, or like take us through that journey. How was, how was the planning phase of everything? Like how, how did that, was it just hectic? I mean, people always say it is. It really wasn't too bad. Like okay. we didn't have to make too many decisions. Our venue was like all inclusive and whatever. So like they took a lot of the stress off, but it was just like the last, the week leading up to it was just bananas with like a hundred things to do every day. But like outside of that, everything was pretty chill. Nice. Um, and then the wedding day, how did everything go on the wedding day? I'm assuming that it did it all go to plan. Was there stuff like behind the background that you're piecing together or anything like that? Or like, how, take me through your day there. I'd say everything was pretty smooth. It was like, we had to figure out where Jeff was gonna get ready because like we assumed that there was like two rooms, but there's only a bridal suite, and okay. <laughs> so, like he had to go back to the hotel with his guys and 
get ready there and I forgot my bouquet when I was waiting to make my walk down the aisles to my mom's there you go. sprinting up the stairs like while the music's playing, getting my freaking bouquet coming back down. <laughs> but I mean, other than like teeny little things, everything's pretty See, good. Jeff, Jeff got a little taste of, of what uh, most uh, female wrestlers uh, go through yeah, in exactly, locker rooms, right? right? My locker room. <laughs> <laughs> it was the reverse. But it was actually kind of nice because like we got to the building and there wasn't really anybody there but you could just sort of feel the the not pressure but the, the day is starting to roll along once you get to the building like you're kind of going yeah. downhill at that point but because i went back to the hotel to change it, it kind of gave me a chance to breathe and not let the day get too overwhelming so it's like you kind of step in you get a sense of everything and then i got to step away for about 30, 40 minutes and come back into everything. So that was kind of nice. It was a little little breather on a very hectic day. Definitely. Did you guys do the ceremony um, So and then the reception? Was it like all together? Did you try have to drive around different places? Yeah, it was just one thing. So we like did the ceremony. We went out um, back into the lobby and then they like switched everything around for okay. like the party and everything for us. Nice. Any... Uh, any funny stories come from the wedding? Because I saw a clip of Two Juice on the dance floor <laughs> with Shaza, and I had to I had to question. I didn't know Two Juice. Two Juice he can move a little bit. I mean, uh, it was more than I think I expected. But any 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 stories like that come from it, or any any like late night shenanigans or stuff that you're you're willing to share? Of course. Yeah, I mean, just the state of Two Juice makes it impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, there wasn't really anything too crazy. I did want to say, um, you know, you were asking about the the planning of it. It's yeah. a story that I can I can get into more specifics probably later on down the road. I don't, I won't name specific names, but uh, technically, uh, Bad Bunny kind of ruined our wedding a little bit. Yeah, what the fuck, Bad Bunny? Oh, wow. How's yeah. that? I guess maybe ruined is a is a strong word, but <laughs> um, so for my. For my party, for my groomsmen, um, I had somebody selected who was all confirmed, all set to come in up until maybe a week or two before the wedding. And then uh, he hit me up and he let me know that he was being called into duty because he had to actually help train uh, Bad Bunny for his match at Backlash. So, <laughs> yeah, so we had to had to pull him out of the wedding and make last minute replacement and, and yada yada. So now there's a yeah, a personal grudge there with Bad Bunny, so we might have to revisit that down the road. Hey, show subject to change, right? Wedding subject to change, uh, bachelor party <laughs> yeah. subject to change. You know, wrestling gets in the way. Yeah, of course it it figures. We we couldn't have it go perfectly smooth. Something had to go wrong. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you have you have a grudge. You got a bone to pick with him now. So we'll see him at Logan Square. I'm sure soon. Bad oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Very very. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have any? I got to ask because like there's always the viral videos of weddings where like the groom. I had an unconventional wedding, too, but I think I would have worked something in just because I'm a wrestling nerd. But like, you know, the groomsmen always come. The groom always coming out with like the belt or anything. Like, did you guys have any personal touches or even wrestling touches in your wedding? Like anything like that or no? Not like of our own doing, um, but just okay. best man like made us like a marriage wrestling title like 
I'm actually, it's right here. I'm going to go grab yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get it. See, this is the bonus stuff <laughs> for the listeners who want to celebrate GPA and Lanny's, Lanny's wedding and watch on YouTube. This Look is the bonus it. stuff right How cute. Can you see with the lights? Like, oh, know? wow. Yeah. Impressive ring light, oh. by the way. Jeez, that thing's striking. Yeah, nice. thank you. <laughs> it's very scary. <laughs> It's cool. It's uh, it's it's slim. It's slender. It's sleek. That's, uh, very, cool. that's very cool. No, I really like that. Um, any, what was your guys? Uh, did you guys have like a dance? What was your guys like uh, first? Song? You guys have like a first song, right? Is that how it goes, or like a dance song? What was that? If first dance, yeah. First dance. Yeah. Um, his sister is actually like a professional, like ballroom competitive dancer and teacher and stuff. So she. Gave us oh, a shit. little routine to do to um, lift me up by Rihanna. Oh, is that a slower song or is that an upbeat song? Yeah, it's like the one of the newer ones she put out for. What movie was it? Black Panther. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay, that song has made me emotional many times <laughs> yeah. because if you see that movie, I guess I'm not spoiling it, but there's a lot of Chadwick Boseman. And the character T'Challa, like a lot of tributes in that movie. And then they go, like it ends to Rihanna. So like you can get kind of, I'm like getting a little teared up thinking about it right now. But yeah, that's yeah. that's a very moving song. So that's a really good choice. Um, cool. Well, it sounds really fun. It sounds really fun. Yeah. And, and with the dance, we uh, that was just somehow through all the other stuff we had to do that was the very last thing we got to so i think we only <laughs> we only practiced it the day before the night before for yeah, like 20 before. minutes we said all right good <laughs> we'll, we'll get you out there and it wasn't just a box step like there was actual like a full yeah like a whole to thing it, so. a whole minute and a half or something you guys were just calling it what did they call it? calling it on the fly or what's <laughs> yeah. the phrase yeah that's it yeah we, we called it in the ring basically called it in the ring, and then we didn't even try with like like of course it's a wedding dress so it's like in the way and stuff so we're risking a lot <laughs> you guys have the athleticism i think to, to pull that off so I yeah i was like worried. we got this we'll figure it out <laughs> and there's a, a for the people watching youtube there's now a dog on the screen too so. we have Killin, our handsome boy he's always on our instagram on sunday mornings he hangs out with us oh my he's sitting so pretty Oh my gosh, you're so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, the uh, the honeymoon. Okay, so Jamaica, right? Was yeah. It? Okay, I I was a little bit of a uh, Instagram. I don't want to use like a, a I was a little bit of I was looking at some Instagram photos. Not nothing weird or anything like that. <laughs> But I did know, I felt like I noticed the resort. I feel like I might have been there. Was it a Secrets resort? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure it was there last year for a wedding. I, I think it was like, was it Montego Bay? Secret yeah. Montego Bay? Okay. So I was doing a little bit of, of, of light, uh, cordial Instagram stalking. Uh, to, That's to, why we're to, so I was more captivated by, you know, GPA sleeping in the pool, but. <laughs> that was him all the time he's never i can never get him to go in the water in the beach or nothing but a pool he'll be in there all day i guess okay um the the uh entertainment staff at that place was really good was it not or yeah did you... every night okay. or something every night or something. there was a guy did you meet a guy named slim jimmy by any chance he's on was... the entertainment staff 
He's not a magician, is he? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. There was there a magician there? Uh, yeah, he was like a kind of a street magician. I, I okay. guess he was probably not actually employed by the. No, certainly family. not employed. But he was, yeah, he was a strange character that just sort of sidled up to us and then disappeared into the night at one point. He just like came up to us and like was just staring at us, not like introducing himself, just being a weirdo standing in our like vicinity. And then he just like started doing stuff. Oh, look at this. Oh, it's over here. <laughs> and we said, okay, <laughs> thank you. Those are some wacky dudes, magicians. Um, what is, so what was like the main, what, were you, was it all leisure or did you guys do any like excursions? Like what did you guys do? 100% leisure. 100% leisure. Lay on the beach, eat, take a nap. Lay on the beach, eat, take a nap. <laughs> Great. Great. No uh, hang gliding, no catamaran or anything like that? Not this time. We weren't, we were just trying to really chill for the first time in a while. But we want to go like on more of these kind of trips now that we spoiled ourselves yeah. with this one. Now it just has to happen every year. But we're going to like, try to be active and explore on those other trips cool and that's like this is not a question i, I really wanted to ask because i think it's none of my business and i'm not trying to be anyone's mother but like the, after you get married there's always the question of like now what do you guys want to do so it sounds like it's more travel as opposed to more maybe like a, a child in the future it's like have some yeah fun right we're, there's not gonna be any wrestling babies from us okay we will be wrestling's auntie and uncle forever and ever okay. um, but yeah we just want to get some travel tag forever and everywhere <sighs> together just go everywhere and tag and yeah and there's not really because <clears throat> i guess when you're in wrestling you know you almost aim to do boring stuff like because our careers involve you know travel and uh, just yeah. crazy spectacle and all that. So there's really not a lot of like crazy long-term goals. A lot of it's just kind of career oriented. And yeah, you know, if everything goes the way we want career-wise, then that'll kind of set us up for the rest of our lives after that. There's wrestling-related things we both want to do um, after we're done in ring. But, but yeah, as far as kind of the basic domestic traditional goals, like, yeah, there's nothing, nothing too special. Yeah, we're, we're kind of in the crazy phase of our lives right now. Yeah, these are the times. That makes sense. Um, and that, that, no, it's great. Uh, um, we want to talk about tagging and stuff like that. Chris, did you have any other questions before? No, I was right going to transition into that, right? So as yeah. you know, looking into the future, blank canvas, um, you know, live tag team partners, not taking that really into the ring and seeing you guys. Um, build that tag team you know and, and partnerships and different promotions like what what does that look like going forward in the ring and how did you guys because was it just very natural like oh we're just gonna be a team and, and it all works great like there was no like hesitancy about about doing that no i was just like we're doing this in real life all the time so why not also do it in the ring mm-hmm yeah, and I think that especially when it comes to uh, companies and promoters, like, you know, obviously our relationship isn't a secret. So yeah. because we're both on shows, uh, the same shows a lot, it just kind of makes sense for to, to pair us up. And um, I, I don't quite remember. I think our first tag was at Freelance, like mm -hmm. our very, very first one. 
Um, so that makes the most sense because we're most established here in Chicago. But I think because the results have been pretty positive thus far, now other companies are kind of picking up on it too. And we'll both be there at the same time. Um, okay. you know, it's hard to find good, solid, established uh, tag teams. So it just yeah. makes sense. Like if you have both of us on a show and you have nothing else for us, then why not pair us up? Yeah, no, I, I think uh, we we talked to Heather Monroe maybe three-ish, four-ish four -ish episodes ago. And she was advocating, I think, for more tag teams and more either split or full women tag teams as well. So I think there's definitely some room to build in that area. If you just look at a card build on, and build like on consistent teams as well and necessarily just two people to being together. But you guys have built that like consistency where like people expect you to kind of be a team, so to speak. I think as of recently, that's kind of my expectation is I expect to see that on the card. Um, do you guys, so it sounds like you guys, would you say your guys like relationship changes when you're outside or inside of the ring? Like, does any of that carry over? Do you guys find yourself doing one thing at home and then in the ring, you're like kind of doing the same or same kind of collaboration? No, I'd say it's, it's all pretty consistent throughout. Um, okay. and a lot of it was, uh, from the like the the thick of the pandemic like all we were able to do was train with each other and mm -hmm. so I, that's where we developed a lot of our in-ring chemistry and then by the time we got back onto live shows we had basically just been wrestling each other for almost two years <laughs> yeah. so, you know there's just kind of become that that physical chemistry that was almost always there but now is really there because of what we were kind of uh, forced into for a while um yeah so now it's it's all just kind of uh, blended together. So now we've gone from becoming consistent training partners and now the tag team chemistry has just sort of naturally developed. So yeah, no, it's all, it's all pretty consistent from behind the scenes to out in front of the people. Mm -hmm. Nice. Just real quick to take a step back. Uh, did the proposal happen pre-pandemic or mid-pandemic? That was pretty early on in the pandemic. That was, okay. I want to say, April 2021. Oh. 20, yeah, because it was yeah. two years, so 2021, yeah. Yeah, that whole period is just yeah. one. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> That's why I had to ask, but uh, I just remembered, because it was, it was YouTube training, and that, that video went viral, and, and yeah. all that, so. Yeah, and it's funny, because uh, you know, you'd asked about, did we include anything wrestling related in the wedding and I saw uh, Simon Grimm at Underground a few weeks ago and somebody backstage had asked us the same thing and he made the best point he's like there's no way you're going to do anything that's going to go more viral than the yeah that's true <laughs> you know, so don't even try and that's kind of what our philosophy was like yeah we'll just keep it nice and, and simple because anything we try is you know we're not going to get picked up by ESPN and Bleacher Report and all that so um, but yeah no it was yeah early on in the pandemic and and uh yeah that was definitely the probably the the highlight of this whole process was was going viral like that yeah, yeah so unexpectedly we just wanted like to feel like to share it with our friends and like look how cute and romantic that was <laughs> all of a sudden everyone thought it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was that was crazy and you're right i can't couldn't pinpoint what month what year that all seems like a blur um and so it sounds like I mean, I think that the 
and this is not to say that every relationship, right? Ups and downs. You, it's it's a it's work. It's hard work to get to where you guys are in terms of like chemistry and getting to know each other, knowing how each other react and act to certain things. But it sounds like like sometimes some people I know in the pandemic, they maybe were dating and have broken up because of it. But it sounds like it only just that time together has only made you stronger in terms of your relationship. Can you guys confirm that? Yeah, we started the pandemic in a 500 square foot studio apartment. So okay. It was just literally nowhere, but right next to each other for so long. And yeah, just being able to come out of that and like not hate each other. It was like, oh, well, this will probably work forever, right? That's <laughs> very positive. And, and, and not to bring a negative note to, to all this happiness and building into this great uh -oh. relationship inside and outside the ring. You, I, I remember, like, it, it, I believe it was pandemic times because Charlie and I would be talking about it. Um, your apartment burned down. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? I can't believe we prayed. Yeah. Why didn't I add that to the agenda? I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Damn. Yeah. It, it, but, but, yeah, like, it was, it was, you know, you guys went through several things together there. And, um, I mean, look at the outcome here today, right? So it's it's just a testament of, of, of what you guys done. And one thing I wanted to mention about like that chemistry that we talk about, right? When now that you guys, we see you guys as a potential strong tag team here, is that, you know, GPA not being the most liked guy at freelance <laughs> and then Laney in the total opposite, right? The party unicorn and then kind of coming like, like, bringing Laney to the dark side a little bit. Uh, I think it goes to to what Charlie and I were talking about before we started recording about like how important storylines are and how you're able to uh, tug at, you know, the crowd's feelings. And um, that just adds an extra layer to your dynamic and chemistry. So all that to say congrats, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like it, there wasn't really we didn't have that moment of like, you know, Laney turns around and I'm there and all of a sudden we're united. It was just kind of a, a natural thing. Like it's yeah. because we're both so public and, you know, like I said, we were, keep everything in our relationship very much online and visible. You know, I think the fans just kind of knew it would have been silly to, to ignore it. That is um, smart, but not smart enough to just know that he's just misunderstood. Come <laughs> on, guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the whole turning to the dark side thing is subjective. You know, I think. That, what if he's know, turning to the light side? Like. Yeah, you know, or maybe I'm, uh, you know, turning Lady to the light side. You know, maybe that's. Yeah, I've seen the light. The dark, you yeah. guys are in the freaking dark. Yeah. <laughs> You're a damn Marvel villain, Jeff. Like, all the Marvel villains think they're. That, you know, they think they're the hero of the story. And, well, you got that going for you. You're like Thanos, where Thanos has a mint. He's like, he, why Thanos is so convinced in his head, he's correct. Killmonger was another really good villain where it's like Killmonger thought this is the way it should be and like made good points. So you got you, you're convincing fella. So I'll say that. Yeah. You know, I'm not just here twirling my mustache and putting on my black hat, you know, there's definitely reasons for the things that I do. And if people disagree with them, I mean, that sounds like a personal problem to me. It's, you know, I, <clears throat> I'm convicted in what I do and Lainey sees the reasons behind the things that I do. So mm -hmm. yeah, you know, again, it's all, it's all perspective and, you know, it's all a lot of subjectivity. Well, it's a good transition. So I, I have some of these questions we're asking you, I think you may have seen before, uh, we sent some questions to you and we were going to do something. I'm glad we're talking now, though, because I wanted to ask, um, like, how you guys support each other. And obviously through the fire, right? Like, we can go a little bit 
more into that if we want, because it's not look like you had something to say. Uh, but like, how do you? Uh, what are some ways you guys support each other outside of the ring? Like, let us like and fight through that adversity because that had to be a tough time. It, yeah, with the <laughs> with the fire, it, it's crazy because at the time that it happened, I mean, in certain ways that was almost not even at the top of the list of concerns that was going out in the world at that time because that was. Yeah. That was in the thick of everything that was during the george floyd protests and there was like there was so Mm -hmm. much going on in the world that you know when we hit maybe a month after the fire we were actually kind of forgetting that it happened it was like oh yeah Yeah, our apartment burned down um so yeah like that and i always say that in a way it was almost the most convenient house fire that you could ever have because uh where we were living at the time was yeah, maybe a few blocks, a few city blocks away from where my mom lives. And okay. she owns a building uh, that had a fully furnished second floor with nobody living in it that was all ready to go. <laughs> um, so like literally that night when the apartment burned down, we were able to come over and, and relocate there. That's and, awesome. And our lease was up, I think, less than four or five months from yeah, that time. So really all it took was just kind of filling out paperwork and figuring out, you know, the, the remaining months on the lease. And, you know, from there, we just shifted from one place to the other. There really wasn't a lot of, we didn't lose a lot of possessions because we didn't really have much that was of value at the time anyway. So, okay, yeah, it, you know, in terms of, of fires, like it was very really, casual, yeah. very <laughs> not traumatic, not, it was okay. Okay. Yeah, and she, she actually wasn't even home at the time. She was working a, uh, a night shift. And so I was, just kind of dozing on the couch and uh <clears throat> all of a sudden i saw like a light coming from the kitchen almost looked like there was maybe a like a service vehicle or something out in the alley so i was like oh what, what's going on out there um so i looked and from my view i was able to look out of our kitchen window into the alley and i couldn't quite see what was going on but i could tell that there was a fire and i thought that it was coming from one of the dumpsters um so i was, go- I was about to open our back door and step out onto the back porch to go look and as soon as I reached for the handle, uh, smoke just started pouring in to the back door. Um, so what it actually was, was our back porch. Our entire back porch was in flames. Jeez. Um, yeah, so just in that split second, it was kind of a, a fight or flight thing. I, I thought to myself, okay, let me put on a pair of shorts, a shirt. Uh, let me grab my phone keys and wallet. No shoes. <laughs> yeah, no. Just grabbed what I needed, the essentials, and bolted out the door. Um, and yeah, so it was within maybe... 10 minutes the the fire truck started pulling up but yeah definitely could have been a lot lot worse it was a crazy night scary night but and then lady got home and with what she was doing for work she actually wasn't even near her phone i wasn't allowed to put my freaking phone on me yeah so okay yeah it was probably another maybe hour or so until she was even able to 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 fathom that our apartment was burning yeah, I just down. get out. I have a million missed calls. People are like, is your apartment okay? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? Dang. That's crazy. Yeah. And I made a, I remember I made a quick post, uh, I don't remember if it was a Twitter or Facebook or whatever, just to let everybody know what was going on, that we were okay. Mm-hmm. I, it felt like within minutes of me posting the actual first call that I got was from, uh, Mustafa Ali. He was the first one to give me a ring, make sure that we were okay. Make sure I didn't need anything. So, yeah, it was a it was a crazy night, but but yeah, all in all, could have been so much worse. Yeah, I think you made the right choice. Obviously, getting out of there. So glad no one was hurt. Glad Lainey wasn't home. Um, yeah, I'm glad I was home because my car 
would have certainly been parked in the alley and it would have been toast. It would have been melted Ooh. to the ground. Yikes. And to just add that to the another story of Ali being a good guy, like good guy you know, Ali. How many more can we get? <laughs> um, that's great. No, that's that's so it sounds like you guys are definitely there for each other, obviously, through those times. Yeah, outside of the ring. Never had to like even the tough stuff we have gone through has never been like too so tough that we couldn't go through it. Like the pandemic was hard, and then yeah. I, I've been struggling with this fight with the Crohn's flare up for like the last two right. years. And yeah, without Jeff here, making sure I didn't jump off a bridge. Right. I, you know, he's definitely the same sounding grounding board for our okay. life. Just take yeah, a step back, yeah. Yeah, that's, because with a lot of, especially with health problems, like there's really only so much, oh, well, thank you by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, because, you know, I'm not a doctor. There's nothing that I can really offer in the way of advice. But I've always found that when it comes to any kind of problem, as long as you can have that consistency, that sort of emotional stability throughout whatever the situation is, that that always kind of helps the person that's going through the extremes in in their life. So, you know, I, I can always listen. I can support. I can do whatever I need to do. But, you know, it's I've always found that that sort of consistency is what, keeps everything as, as balanced as it can be. So, so yeah, and you know, I I guess maybe I've gone through, I guess, I don't, I don't know, I don't really go through much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, the, um, crap, I'm having a brain fart. Let's bring it back in. Um, also, I think in the time, you guys are still there, right? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yep. Here. There we go. Okay. You're back. Okay. A little bit of a freeze. Great. I was having a, a brain fart, so I don't know if you heard any of that, but I'm glad you guys didn't get to see that. I don't think. <laughs> okay. So we're back. Um, what are, so I know you guys too, like was uh, like, we're catching up on years of stuff here. I love it. That's great. I think even in the, in the time since we've last talked, you've had, I think you've both had a AEW appearances, correct? As of like fairly recent mm -hmm. within a year, probably recent, both of you. Is that accurate? Yeah, we were there maybe a month ago or so, but yeah, recently. Yeah, when they were last in uh, Milwaukee, we were there. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Um, I want to know, I'm going to have you guys gush each other uh, about each other because I feel like that's just the theme of this pod is the love. <laughs> and that it's, I think it works, right? Because you guys are, you individually, you're very loved. And then when you're both together and you are like open about your relationship and I, and I, and fans are just very happy for that. They're just like, I like this person. I like this person. Yes, they're together and that's awesome. But like when you guys see each other individually inside of an AEW ring, like and you're maybe one of you is backstage, one of you is in the ring or you're watching on YouTube or what have you, like what are you thinking about that other person? Just how good he looks under these bright lights and how his tan is usually popping, looking great. And okay. like nice to like see him like where you know he belongs, like on the big stage, doing all the little things and making such little, like such little opportunity, making it so big and doing so well with it. That was well said. Yeah, and like it's 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 a great thing for me to see her out there, but honestly, it also is kind of a frustrating thing because like it's not just me and my personal bias, I legitimately think that Lainey is one of the top women wrestlers in the world, not just 
here in Chicago, not just in indie wrestling. Like, I think you put her in there with anybody on any level in professional wrestling, and she's going to push them to their limit. It's not going to go the other way. So when I see her in there, and, you know, we're extremely grateful for every opportunity that AEW has given us, but it's like I really feel if they kind of took some of the, the restrictor plates off and just let Lainey go with one of their talents, they would truly see what they've got, like, right under their nose. And, you know, we've we've both been there for times when people that I consider not on Lainey's level, they're getting those showcase opportunities. They're getting the 8, 10, 12-minute match. They're getting, you know, these these situations that are designed to make them look good. And it's like, that's great for that person. But to me, it's like Lainey is like, oh, she's just got such a high ceiling. Like there is, a, there almost is no ceiling. Like she can be anything that that company needs or any company needs. So like, yeah, it's always fantastic watching her in those situations, but it's also like, I'm sitting there pulling my hair out because it's like, why is she only doing this? Why is she not more important? Why is she not under contract? Why is she only you know bumping her head against the ceiling so yeah it's 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 always amazing like i'll always cherish getting to see her under the bright lights in front of thousands of people but to me it shouldn't be such a rare thing it should be happening every week yeah i that was so that was so precious it's uh, uh yes agreed 100 percent but like the way that Lainey was looking at you while that was happening <laughs> i need to make a mental note that is going on the internet so like i will clip that uh, but yeah, no, hundred percent. I think from what we've seen, I feel like she can go with anyone that has a certain talent level. It, it, it seems, she seems to match it. So I can't disagree with any of that. I won't argue any of that. And um, in some cases she literally has gone that far with these people because like she's a, a majority of the current talent pool that's on television right now came up with Lainey. Like she was been around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah she, was, she was out there pushing these guys to their limits in, you know, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and Des Moines, Iowa, and Peoria, Illinois, like all these places, like now they're off to the races, you know, big cities, bright lights, and she's kind of still chasing them. But um, <laughs> but it's like, it's not even speculation on my part. She literally has gone to the limit with these people. And now it's just a matter of doing it on bigger stages. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Des Moines, Iowa. Hopefully no screw jobs there anytime soon. <laughs> um, great. Well, so... Uh, Chris, did you have any questions or? or no, I was just going to say. I mean, hopefully, it's it's just it's just a matter of time, right? Because, mm -hmm. like you said, like we we've definitely seen that trajectory. We've seen you go to toe to toe. Uh, I mean, what what when I think about that, like the first thing that comes to mind is is those matches with Thunder Rosa at mm -hmm. Freelance Underground, right? Like, like there there were you know things that like yeah, like there's no reason why, you know. The two people on this call, and not Charlie and myself, should not be, <laughs> you know, under those bright lights for sure. Yeah, our goal, our goal as podcasters, we want to run the ropes. Okay. Hell yeah. We're, we're gonna. I don't know if we've we. Who did we talk to recently? But we talked to Chico recently about that. Not that we talked to Chico. We talked to <laughs> uh, might... when we talked to Isaiah's. Yeah, uh, we've been pulling. We, for we, that we brought it up. You know, it, it it will happen someday, Charlie. I mean, work. GPA runs classes on the weekends now, so gotta sign up. Okay, <laughs> I I, I said I would do it only if I could just make an ass out of myself for one day, not be disruptive of the training, but just like I'm sure, like get scoop slammed or something, just for content, just to like put it on the internet 
or like take a chair shot. I would do that <laughs> just to I, prove just, our, you know, how unathletic we are. <laughs> yes, just for people to laugh at us in the sake of views or clicks. I would 100% do that. So that's we'll, we'll make that happen. Yes, we will. I think we can. Hopefully, by the end of the year, we'll we'll make that happen. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I, I will. Uh, you can be GPA. You probably, I, you probably owe me a few, so you can, you can be the honorary chair shot person if you want. <laughs> well, I picked up that responsibility very proudly. Okay. So, uh, how, guys, what's the path to the freelance tag team championships? How do we do this? Um, I mean, I think that the path is is getting shorter. Um, you know, there was a little bit of an issue raised at this this last show in the uh, the battle royal and okay um you know i guess we can give you guys the exclusive they did ask us for our comments after the show as it relates to the bang bros and okay. as I understand it they were asked about us as well so i think that uh our pads are going to cross sooner than later and you're confident you can take down the bang bros are pretty damn good i mean you're confident yeah they're confident like the best tag team out there right now but it's okay. It's not all about how good you are, you know? It's about how smart you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're saying you, you cannot, not necessarily, you don't have to do a three double 360 flip off the ropes. You just got to be in the right place, right time. T take that opportunistic route, which some people can call cheating, but you probably call it just being smart. We just seize okay. every opportunity ever presented to us. Sue us. Yeah, and I mean, it's, you know, really not so much uh, a matter of being able to to do those moves. It's a matter of being able to get out of the way when somebody else does those moves. Exactly. You know, that's pretty much the key to success there. One of my favorite Harley race quotes is he was facing a guy and he said, okay, well, what's your what's your big move? And he said, oh, I, I jump off the rope with this big uh, elbow drop. And Harley kind of paused and said, all right, I'll move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's, that's really all it boils down to is, you know, the, the Bang Bros, they're, they're such a, a physically impressive team and they can do so many things and they try so many things and that's all great and very exciting and the fans get into it, they love it, but it's like, you know, I think that they don't account for some of the little in-between things, you know, because I've, I've been around, I've faced guys, like I've, I've faced bang bros of the past you know there's been the, the stephen wolfs and the monixes and ali back in the mm. day and like there's been all these various guys that were pushing the envelope physically and you know you you pick up on things you figure out okay well you know there's always this aspect to somebody's game that they're not really focusing on or you know okay. if if this goes wrong then that opens them up to a b and c so and I've, I've literally seen those guys from their professional infancy. Like I was Babies. well into my <laughs> by the time they first walked in the doors of the Freelance Academy. So like, you know, all due respect to those guys. And I, they are legitimately the best tag team probably in independent, in independent wrestling. But, you know, there's just things that they, they don't, they don't know what they don't know. And I think that when they get in the ring with us, they're going to find out that as great as they are, they, they can always be better. And, you know, there's, we have, we have a plan. We have a strategy. We're obviously not going to divulge it here, but sure. you know, I think that uh, it's going to be an eye-opening experience when they, uh, when they step in the ring with us at some point. Cool. You've been, you've been studying tape then. You've been in the lab studying tape. Is that We're tape? there every show watching the main event, listening to the pops, brother. We're there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Did not expect to get a brother out of Lainey today. That's great. Um, any, any other, so it sounds like you guys are basically knocking on that door. Uh, any other teams you guys are looking to face? Do you want to call anyone else out? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's about necessarily calling people out, but I think that um, to me, just the whole, like the, 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 both the couple relationship or even just the male female relationship, like the, that partnership is I think very, very fun and interesting. And it's something that can be capitalized on with more companies. Like we have, we were actually fortunate enough to have a mixed tag against Sammy Guevara and, and Ty uh, Mello when we were at uh, AEW, I think last year. Okay. And so I think that that's kind of a component that more companies should be taking advantage of. We've crossed paths with uh, Pretty Proper and Joey Avalon and Sierra and uh, different mixed tags like that. So I think that just anybody, because, you know, next month there could be a hot new team and, you know, we'd love to go up against them or just basically anybody could be a traditional tag team, mixed tag team, anybody. But, you know, I think that we're, we're developing our chemistry to that point where we can pretty much hang with, with almost anybody. So you know, I think the bank bros are our top priority right now, but okay. beyond that, we can, we can see, I think if we, especially if we are, you know, the tag team in freelance wrestling at that point, I think it's a matter of people coming to us and not us going to them. Exactly. Well, there you go. What about Shaza and two juice? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah. I mean, Dance off. I'll sign it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if any, uh, athletic commission would sign off on doing anything physical but you know, we can we can figure out some sort of competition yeah yeah uh okay but no like shaza straight up is just a no yeah no okay i mean you know it, not for like a title or maybe even well like, i beat her up yeah always, it's like a parking forever, lot thing you know? but... oh wow yeah. <laughs> parking lot thing okay because i know she's around a lot i mean she might even she's moved here right she's here yeah, not here in Chicago. St. Louis, thank God, right? Yeah, I mean, they'll take anybody over there. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a geographical play by her, but like, it's like, come on, St. Louis? Like, uh, it's got to be something else around there. But I mean, it's cool that we get to see her more, so I'll take that. Uh, Debatable. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did. I tagged you. Did you like that clip I tagged you in recently, where you were uh, that like? It was like from the first ever freelance underground show. Cause I know, I think you've been set, you've told us. And I think a lot of wrestlers are like, actually I'm running into a lot more wrestlers that are like this or like listening to them. I think ego said it on this podcast recently, but like you don't like watching your matches back. So when I, t when you saw that clip, did I send a shit vapor spine or was that fine to, to see that? Well, I mean, I only really watched that clips, which was, you know, maybe all of, 10 seconds or whatever yeah, so I, that was like, fine though yeah but it, it was kind of nice to to look back on that because i was facing uh, mason conrad in the clip yes. and that's a guy who's meant like so much to my development he was kind of the the top guy at galley and he was a big underground guy at the time uh back then so that was kind of fun just seeing us you know go go at it and that was me kind of coming into my own as a baby face at that time i think and and mason was a big part of that so yeah like that specific clip did not send shivers, but if I had to sit and watch the whole thing or anything else, then yeah, I'd be throwing up on the on the side over here. So yeah, but, um, but I do like that concept though to kind of go back and and maybe do some watch alongs or just sort of take a peek back at kind of where we've been. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, uh, Laney, do you feel the same way? We you watch your matches back, or you just no? 
Yeah, I really, really hate it, but I get a lot of exposure therapy because my friends and I, we get together, we watch our old terrible matches together and laugh at ourselves. And okay, that's good. So we plenty of exposure therapy with that. <laughs> Great. I did have a, I did have an idea written down. I come up, I feel like the beauty of this podcast is like Chris, Chris and I kind of realize who we are and we're not trying to be the biggest podcast in the world. We just enjoy the, the community and the people. And we come up with these wacky ideas. I did have an idea written down of like getting G GPA and James on the same call and doing like a Brett versus Sting kind of watch along. Because <laughs> um, I just went, I don't know if you listened to the episode and no worries if you didn't. I just went toe to toe with Mikey in like my first wrestling debate ever where he was, Mikey from Black Label Pro, mm -hmm. he was uh, defending Lex Luger as the better wrestler and I had to defend Sting. And I thought I did pretty well. Uh, and Mikey is also just hilarious and a really good sport. Um, so yeah, I don't know, maybe we have some kind of like Brett versus Sting off, GPA James or something like that. And I don't know if you, you're open to that or do you have any ideas when I say that, Jeff? Or... Yeah, yeah, I'd be open to that because it's really, it would just be taking like our everyday conversations and putting them because if I'm wearing a Brett shirt or if I make a tweet or something, then it's just a countdown until James has some kind of comment about it. So, so yeah, yeah, we could definitely make that happen. I'm into that. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So we have, yeah, we'll, we'll try to make some of that happen. Cause I was, we were working on like trying to update the YouTube channel and then I came across that video and I can, once again, I don't know when that happened. That might've been in the pandemic blur. I was like, I can't, I can't remember. I can't believe we did that with D-Ray. I totally forgot about that. And uh, yeah, I decided to tweet that out. So maybe we'll work on something like that in the future. Uh, have you come and defend to defend your boy live. So it'll be yeah, fun. It'd be, should be an easy, uh, easy prospect on my part. You know? Okay. I don't know if I can, I, I'll have to be very biased. I don't know if I can be though. Um, and then I only had one more question that we can get to anything that Chris has thought up as well. Um, or has, has to ask. I did, we, I did also, uh, publish something. It was a fantasy article. It was freelance versus AEW. I don't know if you guys have read that. Um, I and I wanted to get, so the concept, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Cause I know I'm interested in, in just your, if this could work or not, but the article was completely fantasy. Uh, it was a, you build to one show it's freelance versus AEW on that show. I had you guys booked. It was you two against Davey Vega and Hartenbauer. Seems like kind of a fun tag thing. Uh, you could also do like Davy Vega and Masha, I think would be a good one. That's a mixed, good mixed gender yeah. pair. Um, but the, yeah, the thought, the thought came from who owns Logan Square, who owns that venue. Because now like it's, we're in this state where like no one's running there, right? Because they have it booked or whatever. And that, so that made, led me to think like, what if both promotions want the venue? And I maybe suggest uh, I would suggest maybe go read it. I'm probably not doing a great job of explaining wow. it, but I don't know. Have you? Do you think that could work, Jeff? I know, like the I even wrote it in there. I was like, no one would want to lose, right? What no other side would want to lose. But do you think? I feel like a show like that would draw if you could book it to some kind of like happy ending for both. Is there anything right? Like when I say freelancers, AEW, and I'm not trying to get you in trouble or anything, but just like a joint <laughs> a, a show. A joint show, side versus side. Does that sound like something that's enticing you? 
Yeah, I think so. Um, as as with a lot of these things, like I think the the biggest battle would be behind the scenes, just getting everybody yeah. to play nice and you know agreeing on uh, financial splits and promotional splits and results and yada yada. So like there'd be a lot of red tape to get through, but just as a general concept without the headache of actually putting it together. Yeah, I do like the idea because there's really a, a pretty good distinction between their roster and ours. Like there's there's some crossover. They do use a few of our guys, but um <clears throat> but yeah overall I think that there's there's something there. because um, I've always likened uh the two companies, you know, because I'm a baseball fan, so I look at it as like freelance is the company that has built through the farm system. Like they've drafted and developed, they've found their own talents. And I've looked at AAW as like the Yankees of just sort of buying the biggest name free agents and, you know, throwing them all out there on these sort of super teams. So yeah, I think there's, there's something there. Um, mm-hmm. and, and even the fans, like, I think there's, there's kind of a, obviously some people go to both shows, but I think that there is definitely like the freelance fan and the AAW fan. And I'm sure yeah. that the, the locals that go to both and have, followed everything for years like they would have fun with the two they could pick sides they could go at each other so so yeah i think that there's you know there's something there but i know it would be an absolute headache to to put together (laughs) day so absolutely and that's the fun i guess of being a fan is that i don't have to deal with any of the any of the politics that you guys deal with uh so you're a lot stronger than i am in that department of course but yeah i just wanted to pick your brain on that uh, but yeah, Chris, do you have any, anything else? I mean, we're at 51 minutes now, so sorry we kept you a little past 40, 45, but um, it's been great. It's been great catching up, Chris. Do you have anything? No, I, I was going to close this off. I, I was mindful of the time, and I do want to thank you for, for coming back, um, for sharing some of, you know, or catching up on, on, on several things that have happened over the years, but most recently. Um, the official wedding and congrats once again and i'm I'm just excited to see yeah i'm I'm excited to see what what um what other things you guys are up to um whether that's in freelance or other indie promotions and hey who's to say the next time we talk to you you're off on your way under those big bright lights at a permanent stay (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's like even just i don't know when this comes out but like even just on the day that we're recording they just announced the new two-hour saturday show for AEW, and you know i think that the 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 industry as a whole is a very very like healthy place right now where there's just going to be this huge demand for talent and content and you know it's get to the point where I think it's going to be hard to keep ignoring us. Like, you know, they've, they've done a good job for Eventually several will. years. But, <laughs> you know, there's, there's been a ton of injuries on both in both companies, like, and now there's a need for more talent, more hours to fill, and yada yada. So, you know, I think we just got to keep sticking around, and sooner or later, something will break our way. But, but yeah, until then, we're just going to keep having fun and, and doing our thing on the indies, and I think that we're pretty good at what we do. And keep and uh, hardcore matches, Lainey? Hell yeah. I want some more <laughs> different. Like, I want to do different stuff, not just regular plain old matches. I want to do tag matches and I want to do street fights and hardcore match and death. Okay, maybe not death. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, that was the, uh, the aesthetic was perfect. I was just picturing you doing like one of those pile drivers where they like, you know, you put your hands through and like the old Cactus Jack like style. Oh my gosh, right? Mm-hmm. I should have right on yeah. the 
right yeah right on that some some thumbtacks so that was a great aesthetic and yeah i think you got that to to the last point is there is so many opportunities now so that's a good thing for you guys you will find your home somewhere and you deserve it and we've established that and chris chris texted me hey let's wrap it up we're past 45 minutes so, chris i'm outing you but they they thank you i was not very mindful of the time but thank you guys for coming on we really appreciate you yeah sorry we're the worst at like getting back to these things but we should do this more often we should we're open to it. We'll, we'll have we'll have jeff on to for some for some brett versus sting that, that might be yeah fun. make it happen yeah all right. Uh, before we head out, um, you want to share your social handles? Uh, where can people find you online? Follow you? Where are your next matches, etc.? At Laney Luck, Instagram, Twitter. What are we doing this weekend? A scramble match at CCW and um, Glory Pro. Woo! Uh, so for mine, uh, Twitter is GPA Thinks. Uh, Instagram is GPA IG. Um, right now, I'm mostly let's see so it's freelance underground uh maw uh tri-state wrestling uh we got sabotage wrestling is back up and running so oh yeah so we didn't even get in, we didn't even get in, into any of that uh, no but that's you know that'll be uh you know that's our <laughs> there you go yeah, talk about favorite. talk about slow story building <laughs> you meme someone to death for five years and then now you're wrestling that individual so i think she's she's got some payback you got some payback coming here yep it's uh it's one of those like rewards for people that have, have followed things from day one it's like all right we're finally getting the payoff after five years of nonsense so um but yeah no those are those are our current spots and uh yeah i think that we'll uh I don't know, we'll see what's around the corner. That's kind of what we're focused on for now, but it's wrestling, so you never quite know what's what's next, but it'll be something and it'll be good. Yeah, we'll be following along for sure. Hell yeah. Awesome. Um, all right, well, let's wrap it up. Let's go home. Uh, for Two Heels and a Face, you can find us at twoheelsandaface.com. You can find that article that Charlie mentioned, uh, Freelance versus AAW, some fantasy uh, booking article there. And other stuff. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Two Heels in a Face. That's number two heels in a face. Um, and uh, remember to hashtag Viva La Chico. Why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, both of you. Uh, thank you, Charlie, for uh, putting an amazing agenda together. And um, yeah, we'll be in touch. All right. Bye, guys. See you guys around. Thank you. <laughs>